Well, it's still Christmas. It is still the Christmas season. We have many of us, I know, put away our things, maybe taken down the tree and put away some decorations, but we as people of faith need to remember that we are in the season of Christmas now. And the text that I just read is a reminder of that. It tells of what happened eight days later, that Mary and Joseph took Jesus to be circumcised and to be named. The circumcision was important because it was connected to the covenant that God made with God's people, that God would love us and bless us for all time. I will be your God and you shall be my people, is how the prophets tell it. The naming ceremony was also very important because it affirmed who Jesus was. And it really meant everything for this child to be called Jesus, which means God saves. I want you to think for a moment about your own name and where it comes from and and what it might mean. My parents named me Joel Timothy, and they got those names from the Bible, as most of you might recognize. Joel means Jehovah is God. And Timothy means servant. And you put them together, and you have servant of God. Something pretty big to live into. I'm still trying to do that. I read this morning a quote from St. Francis that goes like this. Let us begin, brothers, he said, to serve the Lord. For up until now we have, clo- we have done little or nothing. He said that at the end of his life, believe it or not. Let us begin to serve the Lord, for up until now we have done little or nothing. There's still hope for all of us, regardless of our name. But names have been important for generations and for people of various cultures. I think of Alex Haley's roots and the telling of his own story going back to his great-great-great-grandfather, Kunta Kinte. And the story there is that on the eighth day, there was a big celebration in the village and all the people came and there were drums and there was a feasting. And they were there for the naming ceremony. And as Alex Haley tells it, his great-great-great-grandfather took young Kunta and held him in his hands and whispered three times in his ear, Kunta. Because he would be the first to hear that he was named after his grandfather. A person in the village who was highly revered because he had saved them at one time from a great famine. In the movie, there's a beautiful scene where Alex Haley's great-great-grandfather takes Kunta Kinte out into the wilderness and holds him up to the heavens. And says, behold, Kunta Kinte. Behold, the only thing greater than yourself. He was telling his child that as wonderful as you are, Allah, God, the Lord of the universe, is even greater still. It's like those words that we heard from the psalmist that David read just a moment ago. 
I look to the heavens, to the work of your hands, the moon and the stars that you have made, and I wonder, who am I? Who are we that you are mindful of the likes of us? Behold, the only thing greater than you and me. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. In ancient Israel and at the time of Jesus' birth, names held great significance. What you were named was tied to your raison d'etre, your reason for being in the world. And so he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And the prophet Isaiah foretold it, for unto us a child is born. To us a son is given, and the government shall be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. The name given Jesus is both common and extraordinary. It is an Aramaic form of the word or name Joshua, which was and is even today a very common name, meaning God saves. But of course, in Jesus, it took on new dimensions. In Philippians, we're told that God highly exalted him and gave him a name above every name so that every knee should bend and every tongue confess that Christ is Lord to the glory of God. In a day and time when we're named by lots of things, that are less than what God desires for any of us, it's good to be reminded that there is a name above all others that rings true. By saying that Jesus is above every name, we assert that the name of Jesus is more powerful than anything else that might define us as individuals or as a community. Trusting in a God who saves has personal as well as social implications. The name of Jesus overrides whatever else names us, be it addiction, poverty, racism, war, anything. Those names take a back seat to the name of Jesus. They do not finally define who we are. We are defined by a God who saves. So as we begin a new year together, I can't think of anything better for us to be reminded of. God saves. We need to know that God saves again and again and that God is saving still. That there is hope for us and for this city, for this nation and this world. The power of God is at work all around us intending to reshape all personal and social circumstances, bringing peace, bringing hope, and bringing light. It's an old story, the naming of Jesus, but it's our story too. For unto us a child is born, and his name is Jesus, God saves. He is the light of the world, a light that shines for you and for me, and for metropolitan Richmond, and for this entire world. Tonight, let us look to the heavens, too, like the shepherds and like the magi of old. And know that we, too, are named as beloved children 
beloved sons and daughters, called to follow a star, the Christ child born anew into this world, redeeming and healing a God who saves even now. Suddenly a brilliant light awoke me from my sleep. Heard a voice say, do not fear, I've got news to tell. A Savior has been born in David's town. In the sky, it filled. Yeah. 